Welcome to the Sparks and Space podcast. I am your host, Ailish Lucas, and each week I'll be bringing sparks of inspiration to ignite into your business and the space to remind you who you truly are. I'm so excited you're here. So let's dive in. Hello, my loves. I hope you are having a fabulous day or week, wherever that may be. I'd actually really love to know where you are listening from in the world. So if you would like to send me a DM on Instagram, I'll leave the link in the show notes. Um, I'd really love to find out and meet you. So honest conversations with ourselves. I really wanted to bring this up this week because it's something I have struggled with. And I know so many people who have too, particularly in life and business. So I wanted to, first of all, talk about what is an honest conversation with yourself? So what normally happens when I say honest conversations is sometimes the idea that you have to be brutally honest and harsh and negative and tell it to yourself straight vibes. (laughs) And if you're from an Irish Catholic family like myself, that can sometimes look like and feel like you're getting a stern talking to from your parents who are being honest for your own good. Lols. Uh, Irish parents. (laughs) If you know, you know. But that's not what I'm talking about here. This is about having honest conversations that are full of self-compassion and kindness towards ourselves. This is about speaking to the heart of what's happening and letting fear sit in the passenger seat. This is about really connecting with what you truly want and desire for your life and business. So you can then make some action steps, however small they may be, towards it, because that can then spark joy. So I wanted to give you a personal example. I feel like there are many, many, many of these we could go to, but we're not we're not here all day. So I'll just choose one. The most recent and I guess largest honest conversation I've had with myself was at the beginning of the year when I got a really bad case of burnout. And I didn't quite realise it was burnout until I then talked to my then therapist about it and also had the realisation that I'm a huge empath, the type that can feel other people's feelings, not just put myself in their shoes. And I'm not entirely sure why I didn't consciously realize that and that it was an actual real thing that's been proved by science um, until the grand old age of 39. But it's been revolutionary for me on how to learn to manage my energy and protect it. But that's a story for another day. The burnout that I was experiencing at the beginning of the year was from a series of events that had happened personally, as well as a really intense launch I did, which was my most successful. And yet I was so exhausted from it that all of my joy had faded away. I couldn't dream or vision or daydream, which was one of my favorite things to do. I couldn't access the spark in me and I struggled feeling emotionally just really, really heavy. 
And I felt like I had this black cloud that sat on top of my brain, which made everything just super murky and cloudy, and I couldn't seem to shake it. It was a feeling of almost being really hungry and speaking to lots of different people about that hunger and trying lots of different meals, but nothing nourishing me on that soul level. And that's all without the after effects of the pandemic thrown in and the general roller coaster of the last couple of years. And what then happened, which was really curious, was it started to make me feel a little bit resentful towards others, which I've never felt in my life before, and luckily has now gone. But it was a really strange feeling for me where I knew something wasn't right. And I started to get in a loop of negative conversations with myself and with others and focusing on everything that was wrong and reinforcing that this is really hard. This is really hard. This is really hard. And if we ever get to meet and to know each other, which I would love, then you'll find that I'm actually a really happy person to the point where my partner's parents have said to me or asked him, is she always this happy. So that's a little context for you. But anyway, this all came to a head one afternoon in the middle of my launch, which looked like me being sat at my laptop, exhausted, and the tiny voice inside that was whispering, pay attention to me, which had been getting louder and louder and had eventually that day shouted at me so much and shouted so loudly that I couldn't ignore it anymore. And the voice said, stop, just stop for a minute. Your real love is something else. Don't regret not even trying to make it happen for yourself. You can't keep doing this, not when you work so hard. Let's just stop and reassess. Now, this voice is different for everyone, but essentially the moment it happened was this feeling of utter surrender. It was a feeling of, oh, yes, I don't have to figure this out all by myself in my head. There's something else that's guiding me. You. It was an honest conversation of this isn't working and there has to be a better way. And then sitting and listening to that inner guidance that came through. Now for you, that inner guidance is part of yourself, which is your inner knowing. If you've ever heard of internal family systems therapy, um, it's fantastic. If you have never heard of it, so definitely check it out. But this is where you map out all of the different aspects of your personality. And this could look like the wisest part of you, whatever you call it who trusts, who knows you and what's best for you without any misguidedness or fear or anxiousness getting in the way. And this led me to sit in the uncomfortableness of not entirely knowing the journey ahead, but taking it step by step and walking into that forest And seeing it all as inspired guidance, trusting that it would work out and finding joy in being in alignment again with something that felt truly right and like I was on the right path again. It's very easy nowadays to lose your way, to forget your voice, 
to get caught up in the trap of not trusting yourself because there's so many people on social media acting so confidently that we forget to question their competence. We get sucked up into it's this way or the highway, or we have three top tips and these are the secrets that if you don't do them, then you're going to fail. And you're like, oh, we almost become lemmings because we're so overwhelmed and just don't want to have to make another decision about what's right in our business and life, because sometimes it can be really hard. And I can speak and I relate to all of this and have experienced it myself. I'm not immune. Uh, So if you're sat there nodding your head, then no, you're not alone. So in order to get back to hearing that inner voice, which might be the quietest whisper at the moment, if you're not connected to her, then let's look at how we can make this compassionate, kind and honest conversation with yourself a really transformational one. So there are some questions that I like to ask myself to reconnect, to get honest and to break through those clouds of confusion. Uh, These questions will be in the show notes and you'll also need a journal because I have a small feeling that you might want to free write for a while. So the first question is, how am I really? I want you to sit there and take some big old deep breaths and ask yourself, how am I really? And then start to write down everything that's going on in your head. Now, just to give you a little bit of insight, what came up for me was back in back quite a while ago now, was I'm tired. I am deeply, deeply tired. I need support. I need to take a step back and I need to reassess. So that's just to give you an idea of what was going through my mind at that time. And then the next question is, what am I stopping myself from doing because of fear? Now, is there something that you truly want to be, do or have that you're not allowing yourself to because of fear or worry about judgment from others? Or is there something you've ignored because it feels just a bit scary to consider potentially starting all over again? Just write it all down. You don't have to do anything with it just yet. And then the final question is, what is the little voice that wisest part of me inside saying that I should do? And then sit and have a conversation with that part of you, either in your journal, out loud, which I tend to do (laughs) when I'm driving to yoga, or just silently talk about your fears, talk about your dreams, talk about everything you want to, and also get reacquainted with her if she's been in the background for a little bit. She'll give you what you need on that soul level so you can start nourishing yourself because you are your greatest expert in being you and what you need. We just sometimes need to slow down and get quiet to hear it. Now, what came out for me was I needed rest. And that guidance was actually there for most of this year. So every time I asked, what I heard was, just rest, Ailish. So I followed it, but very imperfectly. (laughs) 
I couldn't go off on a retreat. So what I actually started to do was incorporate a nap into my afternoon, which was honestly what I thought the most indulgent thing you could do. And if I told anybody, it was like my dirty little secret (laughs) where I was like, I can't tell anybody this because they're going to judge me so badly. But then I remembered about my old boss who used to run a business and he ordered himself a couch for the office so he could take a nap every afternoon. And then I remembered about another guy who would have naps in his car every day after lunch at the office. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to give myself the permission to nap too. It also looked like signing up for my formal coaching certification, which then led me to Estonia for a mastermind weekend which reminded me of how traveling is one of my greatest joys. It also looked like giving myself permission to go to yoga on a Friday morning and realizing that the nine to five workday was outdated and science has shown we work in 30 to 90 minute sprints before our brain gets tired. So I started to test that out. And once I'd done 30 or 60 minutes, I would then rest some more. It looked like getting out in nature, spending time with friends who I loved, putting new boundaries in place in my relationship with others, stepping away from friendships which required me to do all the work and allowing others to make the effort to hang out with me instead. It looked like taking a holiday, which actually only happened recently, and It was where I didn't check emails for seven days, which was the first time I have ever done that. And day six was pretty stressful, but I did it. (laughs) It looked like also getting myself to a yoga studio I love three times a week, starting karate to connect with my stepson and to learn something new and so much more. And then the most miraculous thing happened. The black cloud above my head started to lift and I could start to vision and dream again. I could feel joy. I felt my fun, giddy side come out again, which I had missed so much. I felt like my old happiness and motivation levels were back, and I had the drive that I used to have back again. Sure, it was a bit rusty, but it was there, and it was ready to be polished and and be shiny again. And I tell you all of these things about me personally, Because if you're like me, then you might be going through something similar or teetering on the edge of how I felt. And if you are, then having an honest conversation with yourself before you hit burnout, exhaustion, or that real overwhelm can be transformational. You don't have to reach rock bottom to have these honest conversations with yourself and start to build yourself back up. You can simply reconnect with you for five minutes a day, whether that's sitting in your car after the school drop-off, getting up five minutes earlier to have some quiet time with yourself, which I do, and honestly, it's (laughs) life-changing. It's just brilliant. It could be getting some fresh air and just standing outside. Whatever works for you is the right thing to do. And know that you can test all of these things out because some will work and some won't, and that's okay. Just know that when you get honest in the most kind, loving and compassionate way, you can get back on track really quickly. And a little detour is a great story to have, if nothing else. Hell, it's helped me to create this podcast, hasn't it? (laughs) 
So have the honest conversations and keep having them every day. It really will serve you well. You've absolutely got this. And I've got you. So if you liked this podcast, I would be so grateful if you could subscribe, rate and leave a review to help spread the word about the Sparks and Space podcast. And if you would like more on how to create joy in your business and life, then you can head to my website, which is alishlucas.com. And that's spelled A-I-L-I-S-H-L-U-C-A-S.com, where you can download a free workbook on three science-based strategies to create more joy in your life. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now.